0: You're now tuning in to the Braving Wander podcast. I am so honored to have you here. It is my purpose. It is my mission to hold this safe and sacred space for you, for your healing, for your self-care. This is where we become vulnerable. This is where we create community, hold each other accountable, and walk each other through our transformations, our growth. This space is special, this space is sacred, and this space is just for you. Thank you for tuning in. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back, my love, to the Bravey Wonder podcast. I've missed you guys. It has been one month. So much has happened in the past few weeks. It's been really intense, really chaotic for my family and I. So let me just kind of take you back and walk you guys through what the past month or so has been like ever since the last upload, which I believe was, it was end of March. So like March 26th ish, I believe. Um, A lot of things changed for my family. My grandmother who was diagnosed with uterine cancer early last year and went through chemo and radiation all 2020 got really, really sick um, a few days after I last uploaded. And it was to the point where We had family come in. We really wanted to make sure my grandmother had a really great Easter, you know, celebrating surrounded by family and loved ones. Um, So we did that for her. The house was full of so much love and joy. But even within all of that love and joy, there was this underlying feeling of sadness and pain. We all knew what was coming. We could see it in how my grandmother was acting and behaving and just feeling. she knew her time was coming and so did we, so it was really rough, but we wanted to make sure that we were surrounding her with so much love. Um, she, My grandmother is a mother to so many people. She only had three biological children, nine biological grandchildren, but when I tell you I can't even begin to count the amount of people who call my grandmother mother or grandmother, it's truly a blessing. She raised a village, so she means... So many beautiful things to so many people. Um, and then, you know, just to see all of those people come around her and shower her with love, appreciation, and gratitude in her last days was just really beautiful to witness. But yeah, um, you know, things began to get really bad. I won't go into full detail, but, you know, she passed away April 9th in the morning. It was really tough for us. I've, I really needed to, to have these last few weeks to just be with my family. To sit in my grief um, and to understand my pain, because I have never felt a pain like this. My brother died when we were kids, but I feel like that's just a whole, a whole nother feeling of pain. You know, I grew up with my grandmother. She raised me. She was the first mother I knew, really. When I was born, my mom was still in pharmacy school. So my grandmother, you know, picked me up, took me to Cameroon. I was with her until my sister was born, and we were there together. So she was that foundation for me when it comes to motherhood. Um, My grandmother will always be my person. I love her so much. Um, So yeah, this pain is a different level of pain. And I'm trying to really understand it. I want to feel all of my feelings. Um, I don't want to run away from this grief. I don't want to self-sabotage and begin filling my days and my mind, my thoughts with you know, just anything just to get away from that pain, right? So I've really taken the past couple of weeks to sit with that um, and, you know, just pull away from everything that wasn't serving me. Anyway, this is getting really long, but all that to say that it's been a rough few weeks, but I'm so happy to be back. A few people asked me to go deeper into shadow work. So that's what we're gonna do today. And I'm going to pull out some experiences that have happened in the past couple of weeks. Not ironically, I don't believe in coincidences. So I know that everything happens for a reason, and everything i've experienced was so i could come back here and talk to you guys about it and share what was going on and then give you the tips that i have used to you know help overcome whatever it was i was experiencing right and we're really talking about shadow work here so we're going to you know discuss tips the tricks some resources for you you know to help you along your journey especially when it comes to shadow work now today what is it um Oh, today's the 26th, wow. So April 26th um, is the full moon. We are expanding the Scorpio full moon today. I just so happen to be following the moon cycle. I didn't even realize it, but every single time I come on here, I'm like, oh, new moon, oh, full moon. So that's really funny. But again, I don't believe in coincidences. So everything in divine timing. This Scorpio full moon is really all about shadow work, right? Because Scorpio in itself is meant to help us reveal our shadows, right? What have we been holding on to in the deepest levels of our subconscious, right? We're being asked to love them right now. Um, so yeah, let's let's really get into it. Let's figure out how this Scorpio full moon is going to help us uncover all of the shadow work, all of the things that need to, you know, need to be brought to light. Go back to episode three, where I talk about what shadow work is and who we are in our shadow selves and how we can begin to become aware in order to, you know, take the, you know, the necessary steps forward to heal our shadow and why it's important to heal our shadow in the first place. So yeah, let's get right into it. This supermoon is no joke. It brings up everything we've been avoiding and then some. It will feel intense to your entire energetic system. In true Scorpio fashion though, this intensity has the potential to create waves of positive change if you direct it. Scorpio reveals our shadows This energy shows us our deepest subconscious layers and asks us to love them. Scorpio reminds us that everything that lies below our surface is always controlling us, whether we face it or not. So we might as well confront it and cut the puppet strings. This month is a time to understand your patterns, your triggers, reactions, and your greatest potential. As you work with the full moon, remember it's a healing moon. It's here to help you heal from the year of trauma we all endured and any other trauma you may have experienced in your life. It's a powerful time to shift any energy you want into your life. Any emotion you have carries inherent power. Decide how you want to use that power and fly to your most incredible heights. Who would you be if you were unafraid? Who would you be if you stopped self-sabotaging yourself? Who would you be if you allowed yourself to soar? I'm reading this caption from Spirit Daughter on Instagram, one of my favorite accounts. They do amazing work with um, the moon cycles and just energy work in general. If you are not following Spirit Daughter, I highly recommend it. If you are like me, you're into astrology, energy work, moon cycles, all of that fun stuff, I highly recommend that you check it out. Um, So I love the questions that are being asked at the end. Who would you be if you were unafraid? Who would you be if you stopped self-sabotaging? Who would you be if you allowed yourself to soar now these questions are really important because our shadow self is birthed in childhood again if you go back to episode three i talked about you being your most authentic self and then needing to repress it because it doesn't sit well with everyone else whatever your authentic self looks like and feels like right for you then you're being told it's not okay it's too much you're being you're out of pocket all of this stuff right you begin to repress these emotions these feelings these thoughts because you again you've been told that they're not okay that is how our shadow self is birthed all of these things that we want to keep hidden because we've been told it's not okay to deal with these things it's not okay to be angry it's not okay to feel it's not okay to cry what happens to a child that begins to repress all of these feelings all of these emotions they grow up to become adults who don't know how to deal with their feelings who don't know how to operate outside of their comfort zone because for their whole life well at least in childhood they've been told they cannot feel they aren't allowed to be angry they aren't allowed to express their emotions right and that's just one example of our shadow self being birthed so as an adult it is our responsibility now to uncover all of those Truth, because that's exactly what it is. Our shadow self is not separate from us. It is literally part of the whole. We've been trained to ignore and to forego the wisdom that our body um, doles out to us, right? Especially when a lesson comes wrapped in discomfort. And I feel like a lot of us know that all too well because many of our lessons are wrapped um, in discomfort. So we seldom want to put life on pause to address it, right? Because it's too much. We don't want to deal with it. It's going to take a lot of time, a lot of energy. Maybe you're going to feel some pain. However, only an attentive appreciation of all that we carry and its impact can can give us relief. We have to be able to address what we want to keep hidden. So I'm going to go back to the anger example. If you have been told to suppress your anger, right? At some point, you're going to have to deal with your anger in order to relieve yourself from you know, the pressure and the pain of holding on to, um, to, to, to that anger. You'd be remiss not to have a word with your shadow self, to really not sit with it and come to terms with all that it's bringing to you. We've become obsessed with you know, manifesting material things, and that's fine. You want a house, manifest your house. You want a new car, manifest you know, your new car, your new relationship, and all of that is fine, right? Um, And with that, we want to use crystals, read tarot, and have altars, and da, da, da. And again, all of this is fine, but that is not the true meaning of spirituality, right? Spirituality is about aligning yourself to your soul's path in this lifetime. And it's about doing the really difficult work to break those karmic cycles, to break that generational trauma, whatever it is. Um, And the only thing you really need to do is to sit quiet, to to meditate, and to do the hard work, which is the shadow work, right? Um, And I wanted to bring that up as a reminder that we don't need anything external, right? People have been asking me for tips, for tricks. What do I do? What do I need? The answer is all you need is yourself. All you need is to sit quietly with yourself, go within, and answer a lot of these hard questions. Face the things that have been hardest for you to face. And I'm going to give you some examples just so you can have a better idea of what it is that I'm talking about. So last week, I talked about three ways you can become aware of your shadow self through projection, through triggers, and through repeated patterns. And fortunately, but also like unfortunately, I have examples for all of these. So bear with me, sit tight. Maybe you want to take some notes, grab some water really quick glass of wine, whatever it is you need um, in this moment, um, because this stuff is good, and you're gonna wanna hear this. So let's go off with projection. Without going into full detail, um, we had a, a small incident in my family um, a couple weeks ago, around the time when family was around for you know my grandmother's death and all of that stuff. And something was said to me or in the group, and the, my response to what was said from my perspective, wasn't that bad, right? I was speaking my truth, I was being honest, um, saying it how it is, which I usually do. But my sister came to me and she was like, girl, what was that? And I'm looking at her like, what are you talking about? Like This upsets me, everyone knows that this situation angers me, whatever, whatever. And she was like, okay, that's fine. And you're allowed to feel how you feel, but you were projecting so much in the conversation. and." she was like it it got so bad that everyone became uncomfortable. Mind you, this is something that I wasn't aware of. Like I'm speaking, I'm, you know, coming from an honest place and I'm thinking that everyone is accepting that, but from the outside looking in, I was projecting a lot of anger. I was projecting a lot of fear, a lot of emotions that I wanted to keep hidden to keep the peace, right? I was hiding or holding on to A lot of emotions that wasn't serving me. And it all came out via this conversation. And if it wasn't for my sister pointing out the fact that I was projecting, I would not have sat with that projection. I would not have sat with that situation to then realize that I had to do this shadow work. Why was I so angry about this family situation? What happened in my past that allowed me to look at people in my family in a way that isn't in the best of lights, right? And that was something I had to sit with. So it's also good to like have people in your circle who are going to be completely honest with you. Shout out to my sister for coming to me with love. Um and you know, she was such an angel about it too. I have to give it to her because these things especially when it comes to family, these things aren't easy to talk about, but she came to me with love and open arms and she was like I really want to talk about this because I was really taken aback by how you express yourself right i never want to express myself from a place of anger a place of fear uncertainty right um so i really had to sit with that why was i acting from that place and how can how how can i move differently moving forward right i have to address that anger maybe a conversation has to be had with the people with um in my family who i'm having this anger issues with right i need to open up the space with love To have this conversation, so then I can release this part of myself that is no longer serving me, right? But then at the same time, understand that it may come up again. But even if it comes up again, I have to love myself. I have to sit with it again. I have to understand it again, right? As a reminder, our shadow cells are not separate from us. So this anger is part of me. The reason why I'm angry is part of my experience, part of. Um, at this point, part of my family, right? So how can I still love it? How can I look at it and not be upset and just accept it for what it is and understand how to use it, how to integrate that anger into something um, that is of love, that is of light? So that was for projection. Let's get into triggering. Now, this one was really recent. When I say really recent, I mean like within the past two days, a really close friend of mine who I love dearly um, triggered me. I've been practicing detachment, loving something without feeling the need to own it, without feeling like that thing owes me anything at all, right? And I've been, I have been—I had been talking to my friend about this, the friend who triggered me. So this weekend, when they triggered me unknowingly, right, I had to come to them and say, you know what? I understand why I was triggered. I had been telling the universe that I want to be intentional about not attaching myself to anything or anyone, because in the past attaching myself to people and to stories and to ideas and to goals or whatever has only brought me to a place of darkness, of sadness, of heartbreak, right? And I don't want to repeat those cycles, which is in in part like really good of me because I was already doing the work, right? By deciding that I wanted to be intentional about detaching myself from anything or anyone. Um, so when this situation happened with my friend over the weekend, they said something to me that really got me in my feelings. I was sad. Um, I wasn't angry, but it was just deep sadness. It brought me back to the times in the past when I, you know, I was being rejected or I felt like I was being rejected. And it was almost like it was happening again. And I didn't want it to happen with this friend, again, who I love so dearly and who is really important to me right now. Um I didn't want them to reject me or I felt like I was being rejected. But that rejection, that feeling of rejection was coming from a place of, Oh, I'm a place of me being attached to an idea, to my friend. Um, so that was something that I had to sit with again, but I was okay with being triggered. One thing that I want you guys to hold onto from this conversation is to ask to be triggered. Ask for your projections to be shown. Ask for these repeating patterns to be made clear. Why? So you can sit with them. You want to be aware of them, right? So you can heal from them. So you can love on them. Because again, I'm gonna keep saying this, it's all part of who you are. And we wanna love and accept all parts of who we are, no matter how dark or how light. So as my friend triggered me, I actually thanked them, right? Ironically, because Usually we don't thank people for triggering us, but I think we need to start thanking people. Thank you for bringing this to light. Thank you for making me aware of something that I need to heal from. Thank you for helping me on my healing journey, right? Um, And my friend is listening, so that's all for you, babes. We understand recognizing whether or not we're projecting, right? We understand asking to be triggered. We understand being aware of repeating patterns. So what do we then do with all of this? How do we take these three things? How do we take the shadow work we need to do and who we are in our shadow selves and integrate it into something of light, right? It's time to bring up the emotions that we've been running from. The whole point of doing shadow work is to learn not to dissociate. As a child, we dissociated because our little minds weren't able to process any trauma or pain that we were dealing with our minds were still developing, right? So we it wasn't at the level where we could you know, learn how to heal from stuff that was hurting us or learn how to um, do the inner work and create boundaries. We didn't know any of that, so our mind dissociates, so we don't have to deal with that at all. And dissociation served us as children. I talked about it a bit in last week's episode, so definitely go tune in to get a bit more info on dissociating. But dissociating served us as children. However, as an adult, we have to reprocess the pain reprocess the pain so we learn to no longer run from it. That is where the shadow work lays, right? We have to stop running from this pain, stop running from the trauma because what happens is we begin to develop addictive habits and any type of addictive habit, right? I'm not just talking about like drugs or alcohol because codependency, attachment, all of these things are addictive habits as well. And all of these things begin to happen and come up because we are repressing pain, because we no longer want to really deal with the parts of us that we've dissociated from, right? So here are a few things that have helped me in the past couple of weeks, and I know that they will definitely help you um, when it comes to projections and triggers and repeating patterns. Journaling and reflection. I know this may seem like a, oh, duh, like, of course I'm going to journal, but I really mean it journal a bunch i have a bunch of questions i can put them in the description for you to really um, begin analyzing all of this stuff journal and reflection for me personally i love to record myself having a conversation with myself whether it's a voice note or i do like um do it on camera so i can see myself talking things out really helps me because i i can't write as fast as i'm like speaking and thinking so that really works for me do a childhood analysis. What about you wasn't being accepted? Again, I'm going to write these questions in the description. All of the questions I've asked today, I'll write in the description. What about you wasn't being accepted? What did you have to hide about yourself? What didn't you receive? And what didn't you feel like uh, was enough for you? So do a childhood analysis and really understand, like on a deep level, all of these questions. Self-acceptance, like i said again and i'll say it time and time i'll say a lot more our shadow self is part of us we have to love it as much as we love the light so being able to love and accept and understand the parts of you that you've always kept hidden will definitely um assist you on your journey and the dark night of the soul i'll probably have to do another episode on this but When you're doing shadow work, you're going to experience a dark night of the soul. It's not something that you experience once, just like with your spiritual awakening. It's something that happens every so often when you're reaching new levels of um, your healing, of your transformation, right? So when you experience a dark night of the soul, it's going to come with a lot of pain, a lot of tower moments where it feels like maybe the world around you is collapsing, but you don't want to run from that because that's where the magic happens. That is where all of the goodies are hidden, right? It's in the dark night of the soul. So allow yourself to experience that, be fully present in that sadness and those dark times. Cause, because once you come out of that, everything's gonna, everything's gonna change for you, I promise you. Make sure that you're feeling your triggers. Allow them in, understand and acknowledge them. Because not having, you know, conversations and not doing certain things to avoid being triggered only deepens that wound. So have a deep conversation with yourself again. So this is something that actually really helped me, and this is the first time I ever did it when it came to um, my projection story. Write the story from the other person's perspective. After having that conversation with my sister, I looked back on the whole scenario and I wrote it out from her perspective, where she was standing, what she was, how she was viewing me, what I was saying, what she was, all of that from her perspective in order for me to truly understand um, where she was coming from. Because sometimes you don't see that we are the problem, right? So I think that was a really good exercise for me. So that is all I have for you guys. Thank you so much for joining me. This was really fun. I love, love, love sharing my experiences with you guys. Because again, I feel like we're all super connected. So if I'm experiencing something, I know that so many of you are experiencing the same and going through similar situations. So it's important for me to bring these topics to the table. So again, that we can heal together because that's what this community is all about. Let me know um, which parts stuck out to you the most, which parts resonated, which tips that you plan on moving forward with. I I wanna say this, just because something worked for me does not mean it's going to necessarily work for you. So all of this is trial and error. Whether you're writing something out, whether you're having a conversation with yourself, whatever you're doing, Whatever tips and techniques that you're using, trial and error. If it doesn't work for me for you, all right, put it to the side, move on to the next, and try it out. So I'm giving you all of this information, but definitely figure out what works for you best. But let me know, like, hit me up on Instagram if you're not already following me. Join my mailing list because you don't want to miss out on like the other discussions that we're having weekly. An, um, another one will be going out today, so definitely get on it so you don't want to so you don't miss the one for next week um yeah let me know what you guys want to talk about let's get into it i'm so excited to move forward um hope you guys have a great week happy full moon in scorpio and let's do our shadow work